One of my uh, most memorable uh, camping trips was a Boy Scout trip. We uh, were able to, while I was still a, a younger Boy Scout, we went out to the Apostle Islands on Lake Superior. And we packed everything up. You know, it took quite a, quite a few weeks of preparation. Packed everything up. Uh, we loaded it onto a ferry and then uh, went out to one of the Apostle Islands and un, you know, unpacked all of our stuff and then uh, set up camp for a week. And during that week, as, as boys do, right, we explored everything on the island and also found everything dangerous to do on the island, right? Um, and one of the activities that we figured out what to do, or at least a few of the boys did, was to find a really good place to go cliff jumping. Now, I'm not advocating cliff jumping at all. Uh, in most situations, it's very dangerous. And in fact, it was dangerous in that situation as well. But it's also a lot of fun, right? Uh, a lot of exciting, uh, light of exciting bit. And so, if you know anything about Lake Superior, it's always freezing cold. And so, going swimming in it isn't that enjoyable because you're freezing the entire time. Um, but uh, we wanted to go swimming, and there were a few of the boys who found this place, which was just about right, you know, just off of a trail a little ways away, that had enough of a height to be able to make it exciting. And it was clear underneath, right? There weren't any rocks underneath. Um, also, there was a way to climb up the wall back. And so they came and wanted us to, you know, come uh, cliff jumping with them. And of course, uh, not surprisingly so, I was a little bit younger at that point, And I didn't have a complete trust of the older boys, right? Uh, some of them being, I, I can't remember whether both of my older brothers were there, but I know at least one of my older brothers was there. And, you know, as older brothers are, you know, you, you always take their, what they say with a grain of salt, right? Like, oh yeah, you should do this. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, same thing with the older boys, right? Oh yeah, totally. Let's go over here. Yeah, you just jumped right off. You're good to go. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, I was a little bit weary of doing it, right? Rightfully so. Um, and so what's the way to be able to find out whether it's safe. Well, one of the ways is I could have, you know, swam around and, and checked out the area myself, right, and tried to dive down and see how deep it actually was, but I didn't really know how deep, when you jumped into the water, how far deep you went and whether there were any rocks, and I couldn't really check that out, and then I didn't know whether you could really climb back up or anything, and so there was really no way for me to specifically check it. But the one way to make sure that it was safe, or at least relatively safe, in the fact that they weren't trying to get me hurt or make a joke out of it, was to have them go first, right? Hey, uh, I'm kind of a little bit nervous about doing this, but, you know, you go first. I want to see how you do it, and then I can do it as well, right? And so that's what happened, right? Some of the boys jumped off as they, they already knew. And of course, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's great. The water's great. And then you jump in and you're like, ah, oh, the water's freezing. But it was super awesome, you know, and, and scary. And, you know, and then the waves are hitting against the wall and you're trying to climb back up. And, but you know that other people have done it. And so you know that you can do it as well. Well, I think similarly for us today, we get to experience, watch somebody else do something extraordinary. Something that we don't think is possible. We think, yeah, whatever you say, yeah, I'm not going to try that. Jesus today 
shows us, not only tells us, but shows us, be not afraid. Be not afraid, right? Why? Was it because we just have this hope, you know? We just have this ambiguous hope of just like, well, I hope things turn out all right, or things have normally turned out all right in the past, and so I, I hope it's okay. No, Christian hope is different. It's categorically different than other types of hope. It's hope that's rooted in somebody else, right? Somebody else who has went before us, somebody else who has told us about it, done it himself, and then shown us what the answer is, right? Another example that I'll give uh, that was actually given by uh, the papal preacher, if you can imagine, uh, so this, his job, Father Contala Mesa, his job is to preach to the Pope. And he's had this job for the last three popes, which is pretty impressive. Um, but his job is to preach to the Pope. And, and he gave a, a homily on Good Friday, and he gave one part of it that they think really sticks out. He said, how do you know something, a cup, right, isn't poisoned, right? If somebody offers you something and he says, he says hey, take this, and you're a little bit weary, how do you make sure that it's not poisoned? We make sure that it's not poisoned by having them take a drink of it first, right? And Jesus does that with us today. He says, be not afraid, right? I have conquered death. I have conquered the world. Be not afraid. Be with me. I have come to set you free. And we say kind of weirdly like, well, Jesus, yeah, but it still looks like people are dying. It still looks like... You know, people are stuck in slavery and sin. It looks as though the world is still a bad place. Why should we believe you? Why should we be not afraid and why should we take this cup as well? Well, today we have the answer, right? Jesus has jumped before us, right? He came down to show us his love for us. And he shows us the way as well. We believe in the resurrection of the body, not just because we hope to continue to live, but because Jesus has showed us the way. He jumped before us. He descended into the realm of the dead and ascended to heaven broke, it didn't break open because he had the, he broke open the gates of hell or the, the realm of the dead, pulled out the, a lot of the dead, and then went up to heaven and, you know, opened up the gates of heaven for us, right? He sits at the right hand of the Father. He's showed us that it's possible that when we die, it's not the end of the story, right? That in him, we can live as well, right? In baptism, in the Eucharist, right? He says that he'll be with us always. And he is with us in the sacraments, in the Eucharist. And so, do we have that hope and faith today? We, as Christians, should live our lives differently than all other people. 
Because we have a founded hope in something that other people don't have. We have a founded hope that Jesus is with us and that death has no power over us. Now, that doesn't cause us to be flippant about death, right? And say, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to just drive 100 miles an hour or I'm going to be really reckless. No, right? It doesn't mean that we have control over life and death. We're not called to be flippant, but we know that death does not have the final word. And so we can, in confidence, right, act in ways that other people don't. Now, for this coronavirus, it's very... uh, kind of uh, confusing in some ways because we want to act in charity to other people, right? By not uh, exposing other people to it. And so it's actually charity that we try to social distance and try to, you know, keep other people safe. It's not out of a fear of our death. It's out of a love for other people. And in that hope, we're not afraid of necessarily catching or dying, right? Because we live in Christ. Easter should remind us not of Easter bunnies, not of the spring uh, necessarily, but of Jesus' founded hope. That we always have hope. And in that, we can truly live out Jesus' words. Be not afraid. Pope Francis today in his homily says, uh, tells, wants to speak to all of you, How beautiful it is to be Christians who offer consolation, who bear the burdens of others, who offer encouragement, messengers of life in a time of death. Let us be messengers of life, right? How much more does the light shine when it is dark outside? So much more. So much brighter. You can see the light, right? If, I, if we were to turn off all the lights in this church and not allow the light to come through the stained glass windows, it'd be really awesome because you'd be able to tell that the Easter candle was lit. But with all the lights on, you can't see it nearly as much. But when the rest of the lights are off, the light shines in the darkness. Let us be messengers of the light because Jesus has gone before us. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Be not afraid.